Um, so for this podcast, I have my boy Corey Philpot on. Uh, he is an extreme athlete, a world record holder. He is a proud husband and father, and he has completed the world strongest marathon. Uh, worlds. I'm a fucking idiot. My fucking bad. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. Um, but he is a he's a fucking gangster. We talked about all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, his fucking sleep. Um, his calorie intake. Um, the mind preparation. Working out with fucking Goggins. Uh, and Cameron Haynes. Conspiracies. Um, I truthfully, I really love this podcast. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. At the gym I go to, they have this they have this fridge that you can just go and just pull out whatever you want. And they're already pre-made. Oh, really? So, yeah, 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 yeah. So I've tried a couple. Don't really know the brands of them. But heaps of them ended up making me. You know when you get itches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, dude, I love that. <laughs> oh, shit. I hate that. I hate that. I, I cannot stand it. So that, that's why I, that's why I just don't take pre workout anymore. I just have coffee instead. Yeah, dude, that's smart, man. Just to get that little jolt. Me, I like to like fucking rip my face off. I'm like, that's how you know it's hitting <laughs> good, bro. But for the, for the people that are listening, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, man, and all the crazy shit you've accomplished, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm from Australia. If you can't tell by my accent, <laughs> so 24, 24 years old, and um. Yeah, I love to run ultra marathons and, and recently, well, I think it's about a year ago now, almost a year now, I uh, broke the, if anyone knows who Ross Edgley is, um, he's pretty a phenomenal athlete. Um, I broke his world record for the world's strongest marathon where I um where I pulled a car for 42 kilometers. It was 1.5 tons. So I don't know what that is in pounds. You guys do pounds over there, don't you? <laughs> that ghetto shit out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure what that converts. But you do, do you guys work out in tons or? I think we do do tons. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think I think the main difference is like pounds and kilos. I believe. Yeah. So it was like a here we have a we call what you call like a truck with a tub on the back. We call yeah. it we call it a U. Oh shit! Okay. So, yeah. So it's called a U. I pulled a 1.5 ton U. But I would say one point, a lot of the American articles that wrote about me said yeah. I pulled a 1.5 ton truck. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Cause we call trucks these big semi trailers. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds fucking gangster, bro. I think I'll post that in the description <laughs> when I post that. Like my boy Corey out here with a 1.5 ton truck, bro. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's so a fucking crazy feat, dude. And what trips me out a little bit too is that you're 24, dude. That's insane. Yeah. When did you first start yes, training? When did I, what, sorry? What was that? When did you first start training, like, in general? Oh, I mean, I started I started training at a really young age. So I played I played a really high level of rugby over here. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was, um, I could have, if I had a pursued with it, I probably could have made it to, to the professional level up here. But um, I just fell out of love with the sport. And, um, yeah, I've been in the gym since I was about 13, 14 years old. Nice, dude. So, yeah, I'm just over a decade now, probably. And um, yeah, I've just been, I, I went down this really bad path uh, probably about five years ago mm-hmm. where I put on a lot of weight and got into a lot of drugs and alcohol. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I put on around 35 kilos, 30 to 35 kilos. Oh, snap. Which okay. is like maybe 60 pounds. Roughly like 60, 70 pounds, um, yeah. Yeah, in the space of a year. So uh-huh. that's a lot. Um, and when I was when I was going down that bad path, I came to this I came to this point where 
you know, I was like, this isn't me. Mm. Um, now I need to really figure out who I am and, and who I was. So, um, recording I decided, in progress. Don't mind that. Sorry about decided, that. That's okay. Um, I just decided to, you know, pack everything up, leaving mm. all of my family and friends behind mm. and, um, and move out to where this place, I think it was about two hours away from where I originally was. And mm. I moved out to my dad to go live with my dad and my mom and dad, they got divorced when I was six. So, mm. um, and him and his side of the family were really into ultra running and running over, you know, a hundred Ks. So mm. was that like 80 miles, 50 miles, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So, um, they, they, they were in love with doing that. Um, and so naturally I just got into it mm. and, um, I started to drop the kilos a little bit and then I wasn't really too focused on training as such. I yeah. was just really trying to find out um, who I was and what I wanted to become mm-hmm. um, as a person. So from there, my old man, I was still, oh, I would have been 120 kilos at this point, 130 kilos okay. still. And my old man, he, he ended up coming up to me and, and he woke me up at 4 a.m. in the morning and said, I'm sick of you being a fat shit. Oh, wow. You're coming in to do, you're coming to do a half marathon with me. And I was like, oh, shit, all right. I didn't really <laughs> want to do it. I was like, basically, get fucked. I'm not doing it. The way you said and it, so, all right, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, he um dragged me out of bed. He already had yeah. everything packed for me. So I went and I went and did the, did the half marathon. And I collapsed after it. And I fell in love with it. And I would never look back. And, and that's what really, I think two months after that, I did my first 24-hour race where I ran over 100 kilometers. Um, and then I've just been getting into all this, really trying to keep on my size and muscle mass while trying to pursue the realm of endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a big challenge. But yeah, I think the world's strongest marathon enabled me to, um, I don't know how to put it, I guess really put myself uh, mentally on this pedestal to say, yeah, I can pursue this and I can really do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ultimate goal is to be a professional athlete and be able to do this full time. So um, that was just a baby step into these other challenges that we have planned. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about myself and, and I guess how I really got into this space of training and, and, and pursuing these extreme things. So when when you did that half marathon was that when you were at your heaviest i was i was i just started losing weight so i would have been i would have been around one one between 120 and 130 so i I dropped a couple kilos since then okay um since i moved out to my to my dad's house Mm. but yeah i was still really heavy for for i guess running that distance with no training Got you. Yeah. The reason why I asked in particular was because I called you the last week because I wanted to ask you for some advice because I had never done like a marathon or a half marathon. I, I hadn't even run a mile like in a year or two years, bro. And I my dumbass just fucking signed up. I did a half marathon. Dude, that shit took me out, son. Yeah, I, dude, yeah. my hips, my calves, my my feet were like twitching and like had like a lot of strains i felt like it wasn't like as it was weird dude well because i used to be a runner right like i used to do like cross country and stuff but that was in high school that was like eight years ago uh and and i was thin i was like 150 160 now i'm like 
2.30 roughly, like, but it's like a lot of it's mashed. Right now I'm cutting, right? Yeah. So I yeah. yesterday I did my first run that wasn't like a psychotic run out of just nowhere, right? So that felt really good, though, because it was only like four miles. I was like, okay, I can do that. Let me do it consistently, and then I'll bump it up so I don't do that stupid shit again. But, yeah, <laughs> how did you feel after that first half marathon, man? Because I, I did it, like, to kind of get in your shoes. I was like, fuck, that's a bitch, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, can't, I, I collapsed straight after it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't I couldn't get up. But we, we ran it. I was trying to keep up with them, so we ran it fairly quickly. You yeah. Know? So um, I think we did it in just under two hours. Did you? So oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like for doing that with no training, it was pretty good. But yeah, it's just oh man, I, I remember the feeling of, of just collapsing and not being able to use my legs for you know the next week and a bit. Mm-hmm. And that's what really, really hooked me was like because I had that year of re- of a bad path of not really training and putting on that weight and the drugs and alcohol that I, you know didn't feel um that sense of pain and suffering mm-hmm. you know physically um and just going through that really brought me back to how i was mm-hmm. and um and yeah it was just onwards and up, upwards from there that's insane man how long did you, how long did it take you to recover for at least me personally it took me like a solid like two days roughly maybe like a day and a half but and then my dumbass did it in vans too like i should have wore running i was like dude yeah i know bro i i was like i I, like after the second mile i was like oh i fucked up (laughs) and the thing what yeah and then uh, to make it even worse bro they were fucking uh they were new vans i hadn't even broken i broke into them there i was like Fuck me, man. So I was like toast, man. Uh, but yeah, so even like two days, I was like, I didn't want to move. I didn't have no will. I was like, fuck, these people are like crazy motherfuckers, dude. And then my boy Corey doing it with a 1.5 ton truck out here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, you definitely should have wore running shoes. <laughs> for sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> You probably would have got a quicker time if you hadn't done that. For sure, dude. Like, after, like, the... I walked after, like, the eighth mile, bro. Like, my hips, my calves were toast, man. At, yeah, at least they yeah. toned up my legs. I was like, oh, shit, I can feel like... Like, obviously, they toned up, like, from... Because, like, I've been doing, like, a lot of weight training, right? So, I've been gaining muscle. And I was like, oh, shit, I can see, like, the definition now. Thanks to all the running and everything. But, yeah, after, like, the eighth mile, like, I was like, dude... I was like, I feel like if I tried jogging, that would have been slower than my walk, dude. I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes sometimes that actually is correct, you yeah. know? I've been walking and I've passed people who are trying to jog. Yeah, dude. I'm just like, that That was me. I was that guy. I was like, I fucked yeah. up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but as as far as like, I guess going back to your childhood, how do you think that shaped you into, I guess, becoming the person that you are right now? Because obviously you were born with like, or your dad was like, he did, he does ultra marathons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so obviously he kind of swayed you in that direction, but how do you think that formula like changed you personally um, as a person without you being swayed by his influence, which was in a positive direction, right? Yeah, I think I think just seeing um, maybe the dedication towards everything. Yeah. You know, I think that like ultra running is a sport that is very unforgiving if you don't train for it. Um, <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so if you don't if you don't train and you don't have that dedication, it's you 
you know, 80% of the time, 90% of the time, you're not going to complete it because mm. just mentally you're not there, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I always say that after a marathon distance or after four hours of running, uh-huh. like, it's all mental from there. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe I believe that the mental game is just is as strongly as equal to the physical side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, pulling a car for a marathon is tough, but I think that there's no amount of training that can help you get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, working a full time job as well as trying to train for that, I just didn't have the hours to try and train for it so you know it came down to my mental capacity to just be able to push through the the pain i was in and yeah i've learned that th- i've learned that through my old man and that you just you just keep on going you just don't stop and i think i think that that really shaped where i am at today is is the dedication side of things of just seeing the relentless um pursuit of just trying to finish these things mm-hmm. um yeah, that's what that's what really gets me going. I think yeah, I think I think it's a really good thing that you were able to see him grow up doing that, right? Being able to see that consistency, all that hard work. I have that to some extent as well, but that was more like working and like for providing for my family, like me growing up as a kid seeing my dad, right? Um, yeah, I want to be like your dad in the future, so that way eventually my kids can see me doing that because I want to. I want to have more free time in, in the future to be able to do and, and follow through with those things. But even then, I don't think there's an excuse either way, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, in, but yeah, how many hours a day did he work, like, obviously, aside from his job for training? And, and how many do you now? Yeah. So, my old man, he, 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 he trains a fair bit. Like, I, I can't tell you the exact amount of hours that he does. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he, he works a job that is almost 10, 12, uh, uh, 14 hours a day. Okay. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's a full on job. <clears throat> and, um, that's the amount of hours that I put into training. I try to put in three, three to four hours a day. Uh huh. Okay. Try to. Yeah. So I try to get, do a cardio and strength session a day. Okay. Um, and then on the weekends that drops back and we just do a long cardio session. So, um, yesterday I just did the five hours on heels just hill hill climb for five hours last week i was doing that when i when you messaged me um you know it's um it's it changes every week but you know those sessions those sessions may consist of um going for a two-hour run and then in the afternoon just doing a body weight Mm -hmm. session you know it doesn't have to be heavy um you know so i'll probably put in yeah what do you say i reckon i'll put in Maybe twenty hours, twenty hours a week in training. That's pretty. That's very Probably. doable. That's very doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd say I'd say four hours a day, and then plus the plus the training runs on the weekend. So the training runs are going to start picking up now. I'm training for a two hundred seventeen kilometer race. I think that's one hundred thirty five miles. I'm training for at the Jesus moment. So Christ. I've got um I've got that to do in July, and um no one's ever completed this race before. So. Um, in its five-year history, no one's ever finished it. So, oh wow! I've been invited. I've been invited and got a ticket to that. So, um, I've been training for that, and I think we should start picking up the training session. So next weekend, I got eight hours of hill climbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. Now, let me ask you this: Is this um, is this one of the events that your dad has like access to because he's been doing it for so long? 
No, so my, my, my old man's never done this race before. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's done... Well, I couldn't tell you how many races he's done, but it's 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 amazing how many he's done. But, um, yeah, it's... um. This race is, I guess you could say it's it's one of the hardest races in Australia, I would think, elevation over distance. Because mm. over 135 miles, there is, um, I think there's 14,000 metres elevation. Okay. So, yeah, what's that? Almost two Everest going up. Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah. have you ever trained with the... Um... Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think it's the the elevation mass. Have you ever trained with those? Yeah, yeah, I, I train with them all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once a week, once a week, I'll chuck that on. How how um, how I've is moved. it training with that? I've never personally. I know it's got to be a bitch, but yeah, it gets it gets a bit annoying. So now I've just um, stuck to just nasal breathing, okay. which basically implements the exact same thing. But the thing with nasal breathing is you have to be a lot more disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously you don't have the mask on to, um, to get rid of that oxygen, reduce that oxygen intake. So mm. basically through nasal breathing, I have to force myself to keep my mouth shut. Even if I'm really struggling, gotcha. um, I don't have the mask on. So you've got to try and keep your mouth shut. Jeez. But yeah, it's very, very beneficial. Okay. Yeah. And no, I've seen some people train with that at the gym. I'm like... Damn, I'm like, this guy's badass. This motherfucker looks like Bane from Batman, dude. Oh, for weight training? Surprisingly, I've seen some. Not many, oh, but wow. I'm like, what are you going for, man? I'm like, who hurt you, bro? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but you know. I've never used weight training. <laughs> I have. I, I saw some dude shoulder pressing with it the other day. I was like, what the fuck, bro? I was like, hey, <laughs> do you, bro. You're, you're big. You can do whatever you want when you're big. It doesn't even fucking matter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if he's doing some crazy shit, I can't talk shit, bro. I'm like, he earned, he earned his way up there. So, but I see all these videos of um, I see all these videos of gyms in America where people get told off for clunking the weights and chucking them on the floor and stuff at your gyms for doing what? Is that a thing? Even just throwing your weights on the floor. What 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 happens if they do that? Ah, uh, oh, at Planet Fitness. I don't know. I've just been seeing heaps oh, no, of videos. No, no. It's Planet Fitness. That is the gayest shit I have ever seen in my life, bro. So basically what happens, let's say you're like deadlifting like two or three plates, right? Like whatever. Uh, if you drop it like slam, there's a fucking alarm that goes off. It's like, it tells the whole fucking, I'm like, what the vegan fuck is this, bro? <laughs> I like, I, I'm like. I don't care how cheap that gym is. I never sign. And I have one like across the street. And a lot of people go because like ten bucks a month, and they they uh they they give you, yeah, and they give you like pizza every Monday. I'm like, what the fuck kind of gym is this, dude? <laughs> it's weird. I mean, if I was bulking, I would go for it. But that's usually not the goal of people that kind of go over there. You know, usually like it's yeah, like yeah. cardio bunnies and shit. So I think it's like <laughs> so the whole philosophy behind that is like it's. It's it's a gym that's meant the, the the lunk alarm goes so that way it doesn't like scare you, so that way you don't uh, have and they say so you don't have gym intimidation. I'm like, do I kill myself now or later? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to go to Zoo Culture. That one. Oh, that one's <laughs> sick. I haven't been to that one, but I heard, I, I heard it looks a lot bigger, like in the videos and all. But uh, yeah, it's only like thirty minutes from me, roughly or something like that. Oh wow. It's not even that far. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to come over here to go to that gym? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. You should, bro. If you fucking go, I'll go with you. I probably... Everyone's fucking big in there, bro. Especially Bradley Martin and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That motherfucker. Yeah, he's a savage, eh? Dude, <laughs> I, what do you... I Obviously, this is 100% speculation, but you think homie's juiced up? I think he is, bro. Uh, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. I'm like, that dude's a fucking monster, dude. Heaps of people in that gym. Are. I reckon it's Psalms, everything. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Dude, they probably saw that shit on the low out there, bro. But you know what's yeah. you know what's crazy? I was talking to this one dude um, that goes over there sometimes, and he was telling me, he was like, they're dumb. He was like, they're dumb fucks that are buying like turkesterone and all these other bullshit supplements at, for like 60 bucks a pop. And he was like, test and like trend and all this shit is like 20 bucks the last few three months i'm like what the fuck really i'm like that's nothing if you really think about it you know yeah yeah i'm like i don't i don't think i'd ever i don't think i have the balls for that though <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe because they um maybe because they've all got money over there i'm not too sure that is true that is true but yeah i don't know they, they kind of like hawk other supplements but that's like a whole other thing I don't know. I, yeah. I like, that's the one thing I like. A, a lot of the people from like LA are like kind of bought out, and that's what like I feel like. I mean, good for them, right? Like that provides them an income. But I'm like, yeah, yeah I want to have like the freedom, that free range of shit to do things on my own terms, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And and they could have gotten there too. It's just the the fact is that they choose to. It's a it's an easier short term solution, right? It's like an easy like it's a quick buck. Yeah. I'm blessed to not have to be in that position. So there, that's like a whole other thing. But, hey, I wanted to ask you this, dude. Uh, only because you posted this. Oh, damn, there's two questions I really want to ask you. I'll, I'll go with the first one. Would you train with David Goggins? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I would. Dude. That... I mean, I've been um, I've been trying to – um. well, actually, Cameron Haynes replied to one of my stories one did time. Did he? Yeah, and so did Goggins. That's why when he replied, I've been trying to – I'm telling. I've told him when he replied to my story. I said, "When I come over to the U.S., I'm gonna come running with you." Yeah. Which story did he? Does he follow you, or did you tag him, or, or what happened? Yeah, I just tagged him in a story, and he yeah. just replied randomly. But um, no, Cameron Haynes. Cameron Haynes has gone on a couple of runs with um with one of my friends over there. They, I don't know where she lives. Um, uh, I don't know. I think they might be in Vermont. I think she's in okay. Vermont. Um, yeah, they they have acreage up there. I think it's yeah. like a farm or whatever. Um, yeah, she, um, yeah, I want to go, I want to go running with all of them. Dude, you're fucking insane. Cameron Haynes, David Goggins. Dude, Cameron Haynes is a fucking humble goat, but I like, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Something about like that marketing with David Goggins. I talked to him on the phone one time, actually. Fuck, how? He called me, um, uh, so he had like this one thing on Instagram, I don't know, maybe like two years ago. I think it was like pre-COVID. Um, and he was like to the first 10 motherfuckers that fucking send me a fucking goddamn email or something along those lines. He was like, I'll show you a fucking call. And like, he just called me from a, like a block number, like in 10 minutes. I was like, oh, that was fast. And he was like, Merry Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds like Goggins. <laughs> and we just talked for a little bit. It was pretty interesting, dude. I was like, damn. I think I have to build up like that mental endurance before I'd say yeah. I want it. I would like my pride and ego want to say yeah, but I'm like I know yeah. like after doing what I did, I 100% have to build more mental like capacity because again by the end of that half marathon I was toast. That that actually yeah. that actually because again either way like I'm cutting right now right like I got to do a slow cut so I got to manage my calories so I don't lose the muscle kind of like what you've been having to deal with right. 
So yeah. I want to keep on like at like a decent amount of muscle. I don't want to be like that skinny runner, right? Which is fine. It yeah. gives you more more. Uh, I guess it's light. You're light on your feet, right? Uh, yeah. I just want to get to like two ten, but yeah, dude, it's. I realized how much mental it was, man. That's fucking insane. Yeah. How how was it when you first started running? So how did you go up? Did you do it like the, like the conventional way? Let me do two miles here and there. Did you do like an hour, or do you were like, fuck no. it, I ain't no bitch, let's just go. Yeah. I fucking knew <laughs> it. Exactly you right. strike and me I as that kind got, of person. I got so lucky that with not getting injuries, because people were saying that. Or you'll get injured if you go too fast. You'll get injured if you go into it too fast. Yeah. But I went to, um, you know, I went in, I did that half marathon. Yeah. And then literally within two months, I did a 24-hour run. And I ran, I ran over 100 kilometers. Fuck. So, you know, I think I ran 114 kilometers. It's like maybe eight, over 80 miles or something like that converted wow. to you guys. Um, but, yeah, I just went straight into it. And I was just signing up for all these ultras. And guess how I really built built my mental capacity during training leading yeah. into those was training under fatigue in the nighttime, you know, where I used to live, the weather used to be in the minuses. Um, so I would just get out there in the dark as well yeah. while everyone else is sleeping. And just that's how I basically built my mental fortitude was training when I didn't want to train mm-hmm. when I knew it would suck. And also training when I was really tired and fatigued. So I would I would be starting my runs at midnight, one a.m. in the morning, what? and going till the sun comes up. So that's insane because everyone's always saying like you need to find that proper amount between rest and fatigue. Do you think it's just like I, I don't even know how to like put it? Should you think you should just I guess like for lack of a better words, quit being a pussy and override that fatigue? Or because that's like the yeah, that's a like gangster. Like, you got that David Goggins mentality, bro. Come on. Well, like sleep. I have been I have been called the Australian David Goggins yeah? so many times and I go and I say to people, No, I'm not on his level. I don't think I'm on his level. Like I try I'm I'm being humble about it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not on his level. <laughs> Cause he's just a I won't know until I'm with him, but I'll just say, no, nah, he's a fucking savage. <laughs> you strike me as like the the Cameron Haynes version, which is basically on par with fucking Goggins, probably more. I think I think I think Cameron Haynes outran David Goggins. I think he gave up on a race. I think I heard like on a Joe Rogan podcast that they were talking about that. Um, but oh, he's just like because because again when I say that it's because you strike me as like a humble beast. Because I'm like, bro, I could not picture you running fucking ultra marathon, but you've clearly fucking done it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think that um, going back to the like mental fortitude and building that stuff up. Yeah, I think that. People should always take it in their own stride because obviously we're all different personalities and mm. stuff like that. Um, I've, I'm, I was meant to just after the world's strongest marathon. I was meant to go and get my sleep tested because during eight months, I, I can function off five hours sleep easy, four or five hours sleep easy. Mm. But during the eight months of the world's strongest marathon, I was getting, you know, two, three, four hours sleep for eight months straight. Shit, and that was. That absolutely, like, I was mentally fatigued, yeah. getting a little bit of brain fog, um, all of that stuff. So, you know, I was meant to get my sleep test, but I was I was functioning okay. Uh, I was a little bit grumpy here and there, but I was functioning. For someone who, with that minimal amount of sleep, mm-hmm. I, I was functioning, you know, quite well. I, and it was strange, so. 
I have to ask. And I can stay, I can stay up for two days straight. Like, oh, you can't. Um, I can't. I fuck it. I'm just yeah. like, man, I need my yeah. sleep. <laughs> uh, I mean, I haven't tried it, I right? I don't even need coffee. If I wanted to, I could. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've, this race I've signed up for, I've, I've got I've got 50 hours to finish it. So I'll be awake the whole time there. That's the 130 miles? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, 135 miles. And I think, I think the most I've been awake for is like, 60 63 hours i think it was oh sure yeah let let me ask you this too because i have to ask so when you first start running at some point you enter a state of flow and you know it's like an automatic process you're just going with the flow at what point during those races do you break out of that state of flow and it's like fuck like i you have to force yourself to keep on going with that stride i think when i break out of that state of flow is when I have to stop and refill, mm-hmm. like if, okay. I have, if I have to ref, if I have to refill, if I'm feeling really, really good, I'll get really shitty. Mm-hmm. If I have to, st- I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to stop and refill because I'm feeling so good. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to feel that good for that long if you don't stop and refill. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the only time I really break that flow. But then it takes a good. I reckon, depending on how fatigued you are and <clears throat> you know how you how you are feeling. Um, is to when you how how long it's going to take you to get back into that mm-hmm. into that state of flow but generally for me um i try and get in and out of that aid station and, and stock up you know as soon as possible as mm-hmm. quick as i can and keep on going again because yeah as you said that state of flow is, is something that can really keep your rhythm going mm-hmm. um and, and you don't want to break that but for me it's um the state of flow is is all basically automated now you know is as it? soon as i as soon as i step out of my front door as soon as i start a race it's just one foot after the other mm-hmm. you know it's just it's very simple um and people try and people when they get into these races they try and overcomplicate things like i need to take this i need to take nutrition here i need to take nutrition there and i, I always say to myself just go off feel mm-hmm. um you know because you might say you know, I need to have a nut bar two hours in. I need to have this many calories by this much time. Mm-hmm. But what's to say that your digestive system is fatiguing with your body? And your digestive system is the first thing that shuts down when you get into this ultimate state of fatigue. Mm-hmm. So what's to say that your jo- digestive system drops off mm-hmm. earlier and you can't get in those calories? Mm-hmm. Then you're already going to have a mad, bad mindset because you can't stomach these things. You're like, oh, I'm going to fail, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I always go, I always go off feel. And that's how I make sure my mindset's right and just going, all right, well, I'm feeling good now. I'll try and eat something. I'll try and get have this many calories by this much time. Mm-hmm. But I don't hold myself accountable that mm-hmm. I need to get these things done. So for like and that's a, how I keep my good mindset and that much fatigue. Got you. So for like a, a run like that, what I know you set it up for like a certain amount of calories and not even just that, right? Like for hydration, like the day before and the day before the run, how much do you stock up? Do you drink like three gallons of water? Like how do, how do you play that? Do you take like a backpack with water or how do you, how do you manage that? Yeah. So like the all right, every race is different. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of events that are looped races. Mm -hmm. So I'm always coming back to the same spot. Um, but then there's a couple of races that the finish line's in a completely different spot to the start line. Mm. So when I um, let's say how 
So when I'm in those when I'm in those races that are loops, I'll just have everything set up for me. Um, I like to, when I'm doing anything over 50 Ks, I like to hydrate, start hydrating four days out Okay. Um, to keep myself, keep, make sure my body is fully replenished and flushed out gotcha. um, and clean. And then um, before race day, uh, the night before, I like to have a pizza or nice. um, pasta. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pizza or pasta is something that I love to have pre-race. <coughs> and, um, and then during the race, I try and hit. I not. I generally try and hit around three hundred to four hundred calories every hour okay. of running. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But may, when I when I when I'm running, um, I don't really take any solids at all. Um, all of mine is liquid. Okay. Because um, I just I can't stomach solids mm. while I'm running. Just I just can't. I've tried to. Um, but yeah, normally with a loop race, it's easier because you don't have to carry anything. Mm. But when you're um, when you're going from an end to end race, you have to make sure you've got everything on deck mm. in case something goes wrong or you feel like something else, um, which is where a lot of people get stuck as well. They might underprepare and not be ready for it. Gosh, you so start preparing three days in advance. That's insane, man. So. Mm when when you cross like you said after the four hours it just becomes mental right what what goes through your mind and i know like for for anyone right like it just becomes mental you tell yourself like i know it's harder to think outside of the moment or, or maybe it's six out i'm not too sure but it's like you tell yourself i can do this only x amount of miles what what do you tell yourself during that time frame yeah so i, I i'm on i'm on that always continually looks at my watch Mm-hmm. And every 20 minutes, I'll look at my watch to see where I'm at or how far I've gone mm-hmm. um, and just check the time of how long I've been out here. Because obviously, the, I need to, I need to be able to, if I haven't drank in 20 minutes, I'll be like, shit, I'd better drink something now. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then also, how I like to get through it is I'll rap in my head, I'll freestyle rap. Nice. Like, just like, just like about my own life. Like, uh-huh. and I'll, and I'll, I don't really do it out loud, but yeah, I like to, um, uh-huh. I like to just freestyle rap in my head just about things that are going on in my life or things that I'm that I'm heading towards, goals, stuff like that. Or I um I just tell myself, light work, baby. Light work, baby. Lightweight, baby. Uh, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I talk when I get a lot of people laugh when they see me races because you'll hear me from like a couple of K's away, I'll be screaming like light work, baby, let's go. <laughs> That's fucking yeah, gangster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's um it gets interesting. Yeah. But um when you're in that when you're out there in the middle of the night and you know, and all, only thing you can see in front of you is your head torch. Um, yeah. and it's just complete darkness and you're by yourself. You have to come up with these fun things to be able to get through it. Otherwise, if you just keep on thinking, if you just keep on thinking, Oh, my calves are really hurting my calves. Oh, was that a cramp I felt? Or was mm-hmm. that a niggle? Like, and you just get in your head. Like, I just like to have fun with it. I, you know, I, I, the other, um, I think one ultra, I, um, one ultra I was in, I had everyone laughing because I was climbing up a hill and I was passing a couple of people and I was like, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> I, was just, I, was just being, I was just being funny. And all that That's stuff, hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> and everyone, there was a couple there was a couple of people who loved it and there was a couple of people who were like, shut the fuck up because they were just like so fatigued and tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking hilarious. You know what's very 
interesting about people just from doing that like alone, right? Because I hadn't done it through high school. People didn't give a fuck in high school. But everyone's so fucking friendly, dude. Everyone's like, you got this. You can do this. I'm like, I'm like, is this what support feels like? I haven't fucking felt this since I was a fucking kid, dude. <laughs> yeah. The running community is crazy supportive. Yeah. So that was like super interesting. Like I, I'm telling you, I was like jogging where it was like slower than even walking. But people were like, you fucking got this. I was like, what the hell? I'm like, it's yeah. just crazy because I, well, I'm used to like pushing myself with like mental fortitude. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not used to the outside support like at all. So like that yeah. really threw me off in like a very positive way, you know? So yeah. I was like, damn, dude. Have you ever tried eating candy while doing those marathons? Because I've heard of some ultra marathon owners that do do that. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, eaten, I've eaten heaps of lollies and candy while that's like something that I have on deck. You know, it's high in sugar um, mm. and sometimes high in salt. So. I always try and have that on deck and just it's something that will just put a different taste in your mouth as well mm. you know when you just feel like something little you can just take a little lolly and just put it in your mouth but um mm. yeah what you were saying with the with the supportive thing like i've i've done ultras where i've done a specific race multiple times and um and i've seen someone who's struggling and i've i've just completely wiped my race and decided to help push them through and help them finish and make sure they finish so like I, I love that if i've done a race multiple times and i don't really have a target and i'm just doing it for fun mm -hmm. i'll um i'll help someone out and and, and make sure they finish no just yeah because i love this no man yeah that, that was very interesting i'm like even though like it took a fucking toll on me uh like when i did that shit i'm like it gave me a lot more perspective it was fresh and i was like so i was glad we were able to reschedule because then that way it just said in my mind i'm like damn the fucking fortitude that some of these people have dude it's insane yeah. man and yeah. and yeah i because i was trying to not let my negative thoughts like get into my head right but at some point, like they just started to cave in, and that's when I was like, "Oh, I need a, I need to level up my mental fortitude, right?" And you know what? Yeah. So my toxic trait is a, I like to listen. Oh yeah, do you like to listen to music uh, on your runs or no? I, I do during training, uh -huh. but on races I don't. Okay. Um, and you know, it depends if it's a if it's a lap race and I'm out there by myself, I'll have I'll have headphones on deck. Yeah. Um, you know, ready, ready to go. Mm. Um, but I don't really, I don't, during a race, I don't really like to listen to them, okay. but during training, I'll chuck on a podcast and stuff like okay. that and then, then listen. Nice. But I know people, something, some people, music is what gets them through the rhythm of the beat. Uh -huh. Like really gets people through. Yeah. Music gets me in the state of flow for sure. Um, but the reason why I ask is cause like my, again, my toxic trait is like when I listen to music, I like to listen to it on repeat and repeat and repeat. And after that fucking race, dude, I, it was one of my favorite songs. Now I fucking hate it. I think I associated <laughs> that trauma of the pain with the song. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to listen to you. Fuck you. <laughs> so I haven't even listened to that song since then, bro. I was like, dude, even. Uh, dude, it sounds gay, but it was like a Miley Cyrus song, bro. I'm such a pussy. But, uh, dude, I know. I, I was hoping you wouldn't ask. <laughs> but, but, dude, the same thing with, like, my fucking shoes. Like, I haven't even worn those shoes since the day of. Like, even, like, trying to, like, I almost put them on. And I was like, I got PTSD. Fuck these shoes, bro. <laughs> I, like. You're pulling your bands again. You got to go for another run. Dude, for real. I'm never fucking, dude. I, and I have good running shoes. I just couldn't find them the day of. I found them, like, yesterday because they were just, like, locked <laughs> in my closet. Like, so I have some very nice ones. I think they're, like, Nike Infinity runs when I used to run. They're clean. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was like, oh, I could do this. I was like, I'll be fine. Because before, when I was in cross country, I would do like 
easy like have a marathon in those and never never hurt i never did like a full-on marathon though but um but yeah dude i was like yeah it was insane i was like i done fucked up bro <laughs> and um i i ate like a decent i hydrated myself so i drank like two gallons of water like the night before i was like i think that's good i was like but by the end of it, I it wasn't even that much. But I was like, "Why, bro? I was like starving. I had a fucking headache. I felt like even my beaner ass got summer. Do you ever put sunscreen? Sometimes I do. If I'm running in the summer, yeah, yeah. I'd put on sunscreen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What What other things do you do to prepare? Like obviously, so it's like all the food, all the hydration, sunscreen. Is there anything else you do to prepare? Yeah, stretching. Stretching. Okay. Stretching. Yeah, stretching is like a number one thing that. That I think I, I try and focus on too, but that's like something that needs to be consistent throughout your training. It can't mm-hmm. just be like the night before a race, obviously. Um, you know, otherwise that's where that's where injuries and stuff come. No, but um, yeah, I'm still trying to get my flexibility back since the world's strongest marathon because I was doing so much strongman and strength work that my body was just the amount of work I was putting in, I could not recover from yeah. in time. Um, so yeah, I'm still, I'm actually just getting out of that getting out of that state of how I was in the world's strongest marathon because during the world's strongest marathon as well I put on 16 kilos oh wow um, okay. yeah I put on 16 kilos for that event so now I've dropped 10 I've got a little bit more to go and I think I'm, I'm going to drop more than where I was at before for this running race so I'm trying to get down to 85 kilos which is going to be a mission because I've got to lose heaps of muscle as well <laughs> so I'm in a ma- I'm in a massive calorie deficit lately I've just been eating one meal a day Oh really? Shoveling. Yeah. What did your cal? I know you were shoving like food out of your mouth when you were doing the other thing. How many calories were you eating at that time? And how, what does it look like right now? Now that you're in a massive deficit, you're crazy. Oh, yeah. By the way, everyone does it slight. You're like, we go all in, baby. <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like the last couple of weeks, the last couple of weeks, I reckon I've been on like. 1500 calories a day oh wow okay 1500 calories a day. yeah really really low i've only been eating i've been having coffee and then one meal a day Jesus. um if i get really hungry i'll have like a protein bar or something like that if i'm like going into a hard training session mm-hmm. um in a couple hours but um no i've just been during the world's strongest marathon i was eating six to seven thousand calories a day some michael so, phelps shit right there dude yeah yeah i was like i was just swallowing so much food yeah. That's how that's how I put on all the size really really easy. Well, Just was, all the strength training and then yeah, all the eating. Jesus, man. What was um what was like the the easiest thing that the had the highest amount of calories that you had intake during that time? Shit. I think pizza definitely. Yeah. I know some people like to do uh, if they're like in a serious bulking phase that they don't give a fuck. I know they do cheesecake for sure. I know that's a solid one for them. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard of that before, yeah. And they're like easy fifteen hundred calories, baby. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I would have I would have like smaller, more consistent meals rather than have like fifteen hundred calories in one go. Oh, got you. Oh, that's smart. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I could actually stomach it easier. But still, my toilet hated me. You what happened? My toilet hated me. <laughs> the <bathroom>. <laughs> <laughs> That's me when I tried the um the carnivore diet last year during like the beginning of the, I did it for like three months in the beginning. Of the, yeah, I've been wanting to try that. I've been wanting to try that. Eh? You have a very oh man, I haven't even talked about this on the podcast yet, but 
So with that, oh my god, I was in a massive deficit. All I was eating was fucking steak, dude. That's it. Steak and like cheese or something like that. Uh, basically like no carbs but dude you felt clean i don't know what it was like i had like a very smooth high throughout the day and then like i never crashed it was very interesting i don't know the science behind it because this is obviously like anecdotal but i've heard similar stories from other people right um wow. yeah dude it felt it felt good like it was i mean i probably i probably wouldn't even need like pre-workout all my crack and shit if i just did meat I, I don't know I don't yeah. know what it is about it but it it was clean and, and I have people have had like a lot of good fucking results from that man lost a lot of weight because before when COVID started um, before COVID, it was I think I was like two fifty or two sixty or something like that and I shot down to like one seventy because of the carnivore diet. Granted, that since I was I know unfortunately since I was in a huge deficit I didn't keep any of the muscle so like that's why I've been in a slow bulk. Now I'm trying to get yeah. down like twenty pounds and like. 210, I'll look like as if I did 170. Because when I was 170, my body fat percentage was like a lot higher. I was like, I fucked up. Yeah, I yeah, should have yeah. just gotten slower. But I mean, I took the <laughs> long route, but I didn't know. Now I know, thank God. But you know, but yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Um, it's not bad, man. Yeah. How's LA since since COVID? Oh, Is it actually man. as shit as. It's a Nazi, it's a, it's a Nazi city out here, bro. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let me. Do you know I know? I know. More about your politics and states than I do my own in Australia. Do you really? Yeah. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to, I want to show you something. I'm not going to mention it because I'll probably get in trouble and probably get arrested, but let me show you something. <laughs> Hold on. This is, oh, this is, uh, I started a little side business out here in, uh, in LA. This is how much I fucking hate all the fucking rules and shit, bro. See this? Oh my god! See this shit? <laughs> I'm just, dude. I, everything's like out of their, they're out of their fucking mind out here, bro. Um, and that's the thing why, like, a lot of people like don't like me. They're, they're like, cause I don't conform to like pretty much like, oh, it's like, I, like I just don't take shit like as is, bro. I'm like, why can't you yeah, question yeah, yeah. shit, right? I'm like, why can't you think for yourself? Dude, like, you're killing uh -huh. people. I'm like, you literally have the vaccine and you're probably spreading it more than me. What are you talking about, bro? It's like, it, but you can't reason with these people. So, like, the best thing I ever yeah. learned was, like, just ignore them. Like, don't, don't let them take, like, a resident in your mind, which obviously I do sometimes so I even bring it up, right? But, like, when I'm outside doing my own thing, just don't associate with them. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I try to associate myself with people that have, like, an open mind, right? That that's yeah. the, the majority, like the, the recurring factor of the people that I get on the podcast, essentially, right? Whether it's like left wing or right wing, as long as they have an open mind, I can actually talk to you, right? That's that's yeah, that's key for me, bro. But uh, yeah. that's crazy. So let me ask you this: Why do you, why do you have um why do you know more about the politics over here? Is it because we're just such a shit show out here? <laughs> yeah, I think well, I think that everything that I everything that I watch and a lot of people that I follow is just more american based than australia okay. um but here our like here our politics like our prime our prime minister changes like that oh like, really i think we've had i think we've had six prime ministers in the last four or five years oh shit yeah like yeah it's crazy but i just a lot of people that i that i follow and a lot of things that i listen to are just all american based mm. i feel like i'm part american actually Shoot, come over here, bro. We'll fucking take you. You have the fucking mentality of an American for sure. Well, the mentality of the elites, not even American, because Americans don't even get off their fucking couch out here. I take it back. But I see, I see the videos of um, 
I see these thing, these videos, and it's like rules for them, but rules for them, but not oh, rules for rules. they, but not for them. And it's like yeah, yeah, rules for like, thee, but not for me. What, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Um, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a wanker. Yeah, dude. Everyone fucking hates him out here. I I don't care because I'm like. I just think it's all I, I don't think we have the power. I just think we lost control like maybe a hundred years ago, one fifty years ago, somewhere down the line. And I'm like yeah. I, I tell everyone this. I'm like, I think voting is just the illusion of choice. I don't think we really have a choice. That's where I'm at. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like and yeah. people are like, Why are you so negative? I'm just I'm like, I'm not. I love life. I'm an idiot, right? Like obviously as you can see, I, I like to dick around. But it's like when it comes yeah, yeah. to that, I'm like, there's nothing you can do. So just focus on yourself. Like that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's but, no there's no point in getting um you know, I I had a, a oh I didn't lose a lot of friends, but I had a lot of arguments with friends and family yeah. during the last two years and a lot of family who didn't want to see didn't want to see me and stuff like that because of your vaccination status. I'm like Bullshit, man. Dude, yeah, I I had the same thing too. I think this one girl got pissed the fuck off at me because I think we were eating somewhere, and I, this was like when they just came out with the vaccine or something like that. And uh, what did I say? I think because we were going back and forth as like, why should I get it or why shouldn't I? And I was like, it's my body, my choice, right? And she got so mad. I'm like, but isn't that the same thing that's on your side for abortions? And I'm like, but like when you use facts, I get pissed off. So I'm like, it's just pointless to even try to argue with it, right? I was like, well, what's the analogy? It's like, um, you don't put on sunscreen to stop your friend from getting sunburned. Oh, that's a good one. So I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. So why would you? So why would you take a vaccine to protect someone else? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even make sense. I'm just like, whatever, bro. And you know what? The yeah. cool thing is that as of recent, I mean. It's unfortunate, but it's a cool thing under these unfortunate circumstances. If uh, if you're not vaccinated, you can't get drafted. So <laughs> I'm just like, I'm safe, boy. So what? so the vaccinated can get drafted to war. It, like if shit goes down, worst case, I'm like, I definitely yeah, well, get vaccinated you now. In a, you're in a spiky position, aren't you? Dude, at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think about the whole situation with the fucking? I'm gonna have somebody that's like very well versed on this either later today or tomorrow. But what do you think about everything? Because um, even I'm not really well versed. Obviously, I know like the surface level that Russia's basically yeah. being like a fucking scumbag. But yeah, what do you think about yeah. everything, man? I just think I, I think that I've, from what I've been reading and what I've been listening to, I think something like this from Putin was inevitable yeah. over time. Because um, obviously he was planning a couple of things when Obama was in, kind of died down when Trump was in, yeah. and then has come back now when the Democrats are back in. But um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel that it was inevitable and that I think that we... Well, Australia as well, because Australia is obviously allies with America. Mm. We should not get involved. Like, I don't think that Putin wants the rest of the world. I think he has believed for many of years that um, Ukraine has been a part of Russia um, from the Soviet Union stage. So I just believe that America shouldn't get involved. We shouldn't get involved. Like, it's between two countries. Let them sort it out. And if he takes it, like, I don't know. I feel sad. I do feel sad for the Ukrainian people, but I just feel that it's not our business. Like, why should Australian and US troops put their lives at risk for something that has nothing to do with them? 
Correct. Yeah, which, I, could potentially, which could potentially put war, Russia will get pissed off and put war on us. Potentially. 100%. Yeah, because we're all, once we hit one, you strike all, and it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Dude. You know what's yeah. fucking crazy, though? That, um, I don't know what's going, like, going, well, I do, I, I'm, like, somewhat knowledge, right? But, like, not, like, for, like, at, like, first-hand reports. I know, like, the objective point of view, essentially. But I know, um, either yesterday or by today um that they're going for the president's head out there i'm like jesus christ that, that that's what that was um that was putin's target um they thought he was going to be like dead because they already cornered the capital i believe i'm just like yeah. jesus christ dude. yeah but oh and then biden said that he was gonna he's gonna send uh the u.s to to escort him out of uh, out of ukraine uh i don't know if you heard what what he did you hear what he said no, I, I don't understand what this half the shit he says sometimes. Oh yeah, no, it was the president of Ukraine, but but Biden's asleep. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no. So, but um, but the the uh, the president of Ukraine, he said something. I don't know what he said, but he said something along the like, I'm gonna like obviously like fudge it, but it was something along the of like, go fuck yourself. I'm staying here. I'm gonna go. Fuck, I'm gonna fight with everyone. I was like, that's the most fucking badass shit you could fucking. Yeah. That's Didn't you say he 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 kitted up? In all the army gear? Yeah, he, he geared up, I think, this morning or, like, yesterday night. Yeah. Something along those lines. I was yeah. like, damn, yeah. son. But yeah. I don't do that's, that's That's true. I posted on my story. That's true leadership right there. When yeah. when the ship's sinking, the captain doesn't leave. Yeah. I, I thought I genuinely thought for sure he was going to leave. I'm like, wow, this guy has yeah. balls, man. Nobody over here would yeah. do that. Nah. Yeah, bottom would be straight out of there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bro, he'd be... He would have had a heart attack on his own. <laughs> he wouldn't even. He'd be like, I got a message. Like he wouldn't even fucking have been there, bro. You reckon Dude. they're pumping him with drugs or what? Oh, I think so. You got yeah. it, bro. <laughs> um, I was looking at some shit from like some videos because I had like curiosity like a few weeks ago, and it was like maybe like 15, 20 years ago. He was like pretty sharp. Like, but that was like twenty years ago, bro. I just thought it yeah. was. I thought it was insane how like. How he even won, first of all, I guess, because he's just like a walking corpse, right? Uh, and, yeah. pe and people, some people that listen, like, don't like me saying that, but I'm like, it is what it is. Like, what, what do you yeah. think? He's in great condition, you know? He, he ain't no yeah. Corey, bro. Come on now. <laughs> but yeah, the funny thing is that, um, a lot of people over here hate Trump, okay, because of, because of how he's perceived through the media mm -hmm. here. Me. I don't know. I've, yeah, he he may have said some horrible things and been a bad person, but yeah. I don't know. In the in the eyes of what I have read, that what he did while in presidency, mm -hmm. I think he actually wasn't a bad president from what I had read. Yeah, but he was made out he was made out to be this monster, but because he literally did not give a fuck. Yeah. So I want to say, uh, even though like I'm like anti the left, I'm not even like for the right either. So I will say this. Um, because again, I think this whole thing's a shit show. We're all they're all just puppets, yeah. right? Um, but yeah. from my point of view, but I think I liked him, even though he was a scumbag. I liked him as a person, but I did not like him as a president, if that makes sense. Because like uh, yeah. anyone that says that he wasn't like the funniest comedian as the president, yeah. out of their China. fucking yeah, <laughs> out of their fucking mind. That was like my keeping up with the Kardashians, seeing Trump in <laughs> office, bro. Uh, but he like, just did not give a fuck, eh? 
Yeah, and I like that. I like that. Like you knew yeah. everyone knew he was a con artist, right? Uh, I think yeah, yeah. I think somebody put this up as an analogy. I've heard this somewhere for sure. I don't remember where, but they were like, "You're going." It's like you know you're going to the, the dealership. The sell the car salesman's a scumbag, but you like you already know. But yeah. like you already like, you're willing to accept the level of scumbag that he is, and then just yeah. go with the flow. I'm like, that's that's the best way I can put it for like my yeah point yeah 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 yeah. No, I. I... I, I, I don't agree with some of the things that Trump has said or done, but yeah, I definitely like him as a person because he, like, he is who he is. Yeah, and he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck what anyone else thinks of him. No, yeah, for sure, and that's like that intrigues me because I'm just like, yeah. he, because he's de- he's definitely like, if I were to put this like in, even though I said he was a puppet, he was like a rebellious puppet, which was fucking interesting to me. I was like, that's yeah. odd, but like you, yeah. you know, he didn't have a choice. Like I know, like he's being like manipulated to some extent because you know trump would have never gotten the vaccine and all of a sudden like somebody like him endorses it like you know that's out of his character so like you know there's something above him and i'm like again that's all skeptical i don't have any fucking proof but i'm not i'm not like oh he's he's the free leader i'm like there's a he's a manipulated um you should watch that documentary on netflix the family what's that Oh, it's about um, it's about American politics and this uh-huh. um, this thing called the family and there's this guy called Doug Coe uh-huh. who is um, he's the most powerful man in the world that you've never heard of. Oh, or the most powerful man in the White House that you've never heard of. Yeah. Oh. And there's like in the trailer of this documentary, it has like all of these um, senators, governors, um, past presidents from like Bush, Clinton. All of them saying, "Oh, I'd like to thank Doug Coe and the family in their speech." Yeah, yeah, and it's like there's these, yeah, this family is like implemented in like over I don't know, maybe over 150 or 130 like governments around the world. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. It's very interesting, and like this is factual stuff. I got taken down from Netflix when it first came out, and then and now it's back on for some reason. Huh? I 100. Yeah, I know a hundred percent because I had never heard about that, and I mean, like I feels it feels weird saying it, but I'm like that kind of goes in line with like what I believe, you know. I'm just like just this yeah. shit going down, bro. I don't know. It's like isn't it like I think it's crazy because obviously like there are fucking Saudis and like people that like fuck with oil and gold that are so much times richer than fucking Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's and you don't even hear of them. Yeah, and I'm like. I don't know. It, it it basically boils down to like some Epstein shit. Like that that guy that you were mentioning, we'll probably yeah, find out about yeah. him in like ten years, ten twenty years, or some shit like that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, what do you? Yeah, think? that Epstein, that Epstein shit was crazy, dude. It fucking was, bro. Hey, I gotta ask you this on some conspiracy shit. Do you think he's still alive or no? No, I don't reckon he's still alive. No, I reckon we'd know about it if he was still alive. I reckon. I I, I think they need to release the. Yeah, that, that whole thing pisses me off, man, because, like, <clears throat> my wife was abused as a child, so that stuff is, like, hearing all that stuff, like, yeah. fucking pisses me off, you know? So when, um, when like, oh, I don't know how to put it, when I see that someone like Prince Andrew mm-hmm. pays out a victim, like, 20 million pounds or whatever it was that she paid, like, why would you pay someone that much money when, A, you've never met them, but B, you've never done anything. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you just go to court and fight and keep your twenty million pounds or whatever it was? Yeah. And then how can you? How can they say that Ghislaine Maxwell was guilty of supplying girls 
when who were the people that she was supplying to yeah no where's that list exactly dude and i'm like there's no way this is a multi-billion dollar industry if people aren't doing this shit. Yeah. And that makes me sick to my stomach, dude. I'm like, who are these people? But I know these people exist, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I- only at the elite only at the elite level. Like because gen- like people like people like us, like even the it's like, so fucked up, but you could never afford that kind of stuff. Like you know, and, and be in that circle. Like, I think, I think the elite, like, yeah, I don't know. This is a, we could go on for hours. Dude, dude. we could. Yeah, you don't see no, sub, no Subway barista or whatever fucking getting, you know, I don't even want to say it, but it's like, Jesus yeah. Christ, dude, it's definitely not them. But yeah. let, let me ask you this too, like out of curiosity. Do you think that, do you think you have to like, do you think they do it out of like, I hate saying it, but like out of pleasure, do you think they do it to like be a part of like some kind of like cult or organization, give or take, right? I I, I want to say the I second think one. A bit of both. You think it's a bit of both? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I reckon there's a bit of both. Yeah. I reckon. Ugh. Yeah. As sad as the first one is, like I, yeah. I think I definitely think it's a bit of both, but yeah, I I don't want to believe that it's the first one. Yeah. But you know, these people that are on that are on the elite level are there for a reason put there by someone i dude dude everyone hates when i say shit like that but i'm like sometimes you just have intuition bro like even though you don't get you don't get to that level without getting bought out yeah for sure without getting sold out you don't get to that level dude that's what fucking scares me and shit not that i'll ever fucking get fingers crossed i don't i never want to right but like that's just such a it's one of the things I, I like, strongly believe, dude. I strongly believe that everyone goes into those roles with good intentions. Me too. And, me wants, too. To change, and wants to change the world and wants to be really good and you know wants to do all these good things. And then they see a check of a hundred million dollars, but we need you to do this, this, and this. You know, how do how do our president, our presidents, and prime ministers, you know, globally, only earn like you know, $600,000, but their net worth is like 50 million. 30 million. Yeah. 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 50 million. It's like, where did they get that money from? There's, um, you know? there's two people that I think at the top of my head, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Have you heard of her? Yep. That, yep. that fucking snake of a woman. Um, and then there's, there's this, it's, there's this one guy that I actually like, he's actually very reasonable, but he's, I guess he's like, a little bit of a he's, he has an eye patch. Do you know who I'm talking about? Ah. Uh, government representative. Hold on, let me type it in. He has like a net worth very similar to her. Oh, Dan Crenshaw. Oh yeah, I know that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's he's been on Joe Rogan a few times too. He's fucking brilliant and he knows what he's talking about. But that guy has a net worth similar to Nancy Pelosi, and that's why I'm like both sides are fucked. And I'm like, even if there's not like yeah. direct payouts, like I know we, I hate for the people that are listening that aren't on the same conspiracy wavelength as me, right? I'm like, there are other ways that people can get, get paid out. They can get it stock insider tips, and that can yeah. increase their cash flow. Uh, but they they didn't get it for free. You think they got it for free? I don't yeah. think they did. Like you think somebody was like, oh. Go buy Google. I'm like, you, you're out of your fucking mind, bro. I'm like, they're not coincidentally the best traders in the country. And it's not from actually trading, right? Like, there's no fucking way because 
then at that point, why don't we just work at Wall Street? Yeah. Yeah. No, and then there's someone, and then there's someone who doesn't play by the rules like Elon Musk, and now he's getting done for fraud or something at the moment. Yeah, he has a an SEC investigation um, with Elon Musk and his brother Kimball Musk right now. Yeah, which is crazy. I reckon they could be just targeting him because he doesn't play by the rules. What do you think about before I let you go? What do you think about like the whole like the world economy? Because uh, I think I think. Um, I think it's all fake, right? I think it's all bullshit. It's all been masqueraded. And I think this is, like, the perfect opportunity for people to, like, unload their dog shit. Because obviously when, like, the timing happens, I think it happens for a reason. Like, the SEC investigation with, with Elon Musk, for example, right? Yeah. I don't think they would have done it in a good market. Um, but since everything's fallen, they're like, might as well just fucking hit the hammer, unload the dog shit. Because the Elon Musk is the wealthiest man on the planet quote unquote right now right yeah. his company yeah. is in is in the is in the s p meaning that if his stock goes down the whole market goes down so he already has significant leverage of all of the fucking the rest of the stocks underneath it he's basically an umbrella for everything else so if if stock wow. goes down it's gonna be a nice cover and it's gonna be a nice reason to like unload it so like let's say we rebound right once we start going down they'll probably have like uh, like the reason to like um I don't know, get like fucking some settlement or some bullshit. Like the, the consequences of the investigation will happen then, right? It'll never happen yeah. on an uptrend. It never fucking happens. It's yeah. It's conveniently timed, I believe. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, yeah <laughs> it I, always I, is. I think so, but maybe I've just so far gone down that road, bro. <laughs> <laughs> too far down the rabbit hole. That's what everyone says to me. Yeah, is that what they tell no, you? No, I'm not too. I'm not too far down the rabbit hole. I just have open views on things and like to look at all of it, everything. I mean, so I, it's not like I'm saying the world's flat. I'm just saying because I don't go that far, bro. But I'm just like when you see shit like what you posted earlier, dude. Uh, Alex Jones fucking said we're looking at a war in in in, in February or March. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck, bitch? That was fucking yeah, that was last year. I was like, that was like the most wild, perfect call ever, bro. Yeah, I was like, excuse me, but I like he predicted a few things. Like it's pretty, it's pretty wild. It's he's got a lot of things right, and that's what I've liked seeing him on uh, on Joe Rogan too. I don't see, I don't like, I don't think I'm this far down the road. But do you think like the fucking uh, what is it called, the a the human reptilian things exist? What do you no, think? No, what do you? I don't know. I say no, I, I, I don't def- know. I don't. I, I don't even like guess. I'm like, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I, don't you know, like, yeah. I wouldn't put it past it with everything else that's happened in the world. I definitely think that aliens have been here before. For sure. Um, yeah, but I just I, I don't. I think they they could potentially be around us with everything. Think about how fast vast the universe is. To think that something else doesn't exist that's smarter than us is, would be naive. So, you know, I definitely believe that. Um, I definitely believe that they have been here before, and that they could potentially be still be here. I'm not too sure, but yeah, like who the hell? How the hell did they build those pyramids? Oh, I always go to the pyramids. I'm like, that's insane. Or Machu or, or Machu Picchu, you know, like. What's uh? Okay. I don't think I know that. What's Machu Picchu? Machu Picchu is in South America, mm-hmm. just off the Inca trails. There's these massive castles that have been um that were built from, they're built on like the side of mountains and like mm-hmm. you know at five thousand five thousand meters above sea level. Mm-hmm. What and the it's fuck? like how do people carry these massive stones up here and build this? 
That's interesting. I, I've definitely heard the name, but I have I gotta look more into that. But you know what's fucking yeah. cute? What our government did? Fucking uh, at the beginning of COVID, um, there was the the CARES Act, which is like the COVID uh, aid and relief bill, right? Uh, like I, because I'm. Because we're getting nothing, babe. We didn't get shit, yeah. But you know, it was very interesting. Uh, I so I read it because I'm annoying. Uh, and I'm like, these people are scumbags. And I was like, I had some free time. It was like 250 pages long or something like that. Around like page 80, 70 or something like that. They were like, we have to release X amount of like UFO documents and footage that we have. And it's on the CIA website if you look it up. It's it, it's crazy. You can literally type in CIA uh, COVID bill. Like you'll find like the articles on there and you'll find the links to like the documentation and like the evidence that they have. And what I'm like, hell? that's fucking insane, dude. And it's like... And even if you don't even go there too, like even like in prehistoric time before technology was like so modernized, um, again this is basically like like um, assuming right. But even like on the pyramids and like the stone walls, they had drawn shit that looks yeah. like fucking UFOs and shit. I'm like, yeah. they wouldn't just draw a bird. Why would they draw a fucking bird? It's got to have some significance yeah. to draw that onto. Like I, you know, you would just assume, right? But, yeah. Yeah. 100%. So that, I don't know. It's all that shit that creeps me out. But all that being said, that's more like for my curiosity and my perspective. Because, again, I'm not like – because there's, there's some conspiracy theorists that, like, they uh, they linger on it and they, like, do a dive all in. I'm like – it's cool to know, it but controls, it's like – It controls that whole life as well. Oh, a hun- that's the scary thing about it. That's why I don't even look into, like, certain things on purpose. I'm like yeah. – they say ignorance yeah. is bliss. I'll look at certain things and I'm like, dude, I will force myself to cut it off because I'm like, I do not want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I do and I don't, right? <laughs> it's a mixture yeah, of yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think there's a happy medium between actually having a belief in something – but then trying to solve it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's things you there's things you can read like, you know, how everyone says the conspiracies with 9-11, you know, all of that stuff. The massive conspiracies surrounding that. It's like, yeah, you can read so much into it. Yeah. But I don't think it's been around for that long that I don't think you're ever gonna find the answer. A hundred percent. And then um, the crazy thing is too, like it, the people that have gone so far down that route, there are some people that say that nine eleven, like the towers didn't even exist. <laughs> I'm just like, what, bitch? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, and then there are other people that I've seen that like those, they were just holograms. I'm like, I'm clocking out, bro. This is, I I'm crazy to an extent, but I'm not that crazy. That makes me feel a little happy. But I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> holy shit dude people go down people are people are something else but but that's why i'm like it's really important to like as long as like you go down that rabbit hole it's it's good to take a glance right but just keep forward on your mission on your passions on what matters what's in front of you right don't linger don't linger in that so like i i want that emphasis now and in the future for myself and i say this so that way i can re-listen to it so that way like i'm not some fucking lunatic at the retirement home when i'm fucking 60 fucking be like project blue book or blue beam or whatever fucking shit you know i want to enjoy my life oh and i want to be mobile when i'm older too dude that's important as hell for me i don't ever i don't ever want to be one of those old people that like they have to wipe their fucking ass for them fuck that yeah 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 yeah. as soon as i get to that point i'm pulling the pin myself oh yeah (laughs) dude i'm like shoot me out in the bag like a dog dude i'm (laughs) clocking out bro quality over quantity dog (laughs) put me out with that shit that biden's in 
I gotta ask, how was um how was LA when the Rams won? I actually, you know what? I'm actually not a football person, bro. But I saw, I saw a bunch of like TikToks and shit and a bunch of videos. People were like fucking going crazy out there, dude. Uh, I I the I was so expensive, huh? The tickets look so expensive. Oh, bro, I think they were like twenty-two grand. Yeah, eight grand. I'm like, how many of these people are fucking sipping on children's blood, dog? <laughs> Fifty grand. I'm like, if you're not gonna find like the people, the buyers at Subway, you're probably gonna find them at the front row at fucking the Rams game. Maybe I don't know, but because people go from all over the world, uh, just to fucking at least for all over the country, right? To at least see that game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's fucking insane. But yeah, dude, I've never been able to get. In, I'm, I'm into basketball, basketball, and like UFC fights. I'm into that, but I've never been like a oh, yeah. football person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you saw Bam Bam win? I did not, truthfully. I should have. Oh. I should have. Um, but I just I had I had plans. I had stupid. I had a date like a dumb fuck. So I was being a I was a being a pussy that night. So don't mind me. Bam <laughs> Bam's a dude. Yeah. Hey man, before I let you go, um, I have to ask you this. I ask this of all my guests. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? Best piece of advice I could ever receive. Um, shit, I've received a lot. Probably my number one thing, and and it's it's my motto as well is um, you know trust the process. Um, mm -hmm. you, know, you can't expect to get to a destination within two days, two weeks, even two years. Sometimes, depending on what you're trying to achieve, um, you know there's steps to necessary steps to take obviously when goals are looking to be achieved and i think there's a process to everything and you've got to plan out everything so you can execute it perfectly mm -hmm. um so the number one piece of advice that, that i've been taught is to definitely trust the process and be patient awesome man yeah, yeah i think there's a lot of significance to that because it's like I, I preach this a lot on every one of my podcasts as well. It's consistency over motivation because I say this again all the time. Motivation is garbage. Motivation will last you a day, two days, a week. Yeah, yeah. But consistency will will get you through that marathon. Will get you through that ultra. Will get you through life. And it's it's those yeah. and it's those choices that you make every day that's going to be your deciding factor for your future. So I'm I'm a huge yeah, fan of that. Yeah, man. I've, I've got to ask a question before I go. Do you yeah. know much about Death Valley? About which one? Death Valley? Do you know much about it? No, tell me really quick. The, I, I mean, if I if it were up to me, I'd probably have you on longer. Just my battery is at five percent. I still got like oh, I still shit. got like I still got like five ten minutes. If you're you're down, what, what's going on with Death Valley? No, you know Death Valley. I think it's in Nevada, or is it? Or I somewhere. think so. I th but I don't know. I I've heard about it, but I don't think is there like something like up with that? No, I'm trying to um I'm trying to organize an event there over in the US. Oh oh. Crazy marathons yeah. runners run it, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. where I've heard it. Fuck. Yeah. Are you trying to do a marathon or, or what are you trying to do out there? Or an ultra or what? I'm going to try and um, organize to pull a car for 100 miles there. Yeah? When? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe 2023. Maybe. Oh. If I can try. That's why I'm trying to find people who can um, who know about the area. So if you know anyone who knows it, who knows about it. I can no find some people. I can no. get. I can. I can look for another like ultra marathon runner. I'd, I'd love to have somebody like over there. Like, I'll get somebody. I'll get somebody, and then I'll show you the podcast. Like, once I get them on, so that way I can get a little more detail, and then I can connect you with them. 
Yeah, hundred percent. That'd be a good bar. Yeah, dude. Fucking hey, you're gonna do a fucking the world's fucking craziest marathon again out there, bro? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do the world's strongest hundred mile. I was I was gonna say I was like if you did a marathon I'll do it, but with the car, fuck, I'm a pussy, bro. I'm not no David Goggins <laughs> like you, dog. <laughs> No, if I end up if I end up doing it, you'll definitely have to come out. I'll go, I'll go, I'll run it. But uh, I, dude, you're crazy, man. I already have. Yeah, fucking... I think I think um I think I've been speaking to Christian Paulo. Oh, Christian Paulo. I had him on the podcast. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been speaking to him a little bit, and he's gonna get um Callan and Sharp and all that to come out if I end up doing oh, it. Oh shit! Okay, so, you're yeah. fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, I have um. I had Chris on the podcast. I, I saw him like a few, like two weeks ago. He performed like at a comedy event. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't fucking yeah, know, yeah. dude. Pardon? Oh, I, did, I didn't know that you were like planning something like that. That's fucking insane. Are they going to do yeah, the, yeah. the fucking thing with you or what, what are they going to do? No, I think they're just going to come for support, film some content and all of that. I'll go. I'll go there, too. I was like, yeah. I was like, damn, they're gonna do it. That's insane, bro. Yeah, yeah, See, you yeah. you even stand out from that group, bro. You're just like, I'm <laughs> flying on out here, boy. We're miles away. <laughs> See, but that's the crazy thing. You don't even look like it, too, dude. You don't look like you have yeah. that crazy fucking hardcore mentality with that sharp. Like you, you're fucking hilarious. I'm like, I can picture you yeah. being a comedian, bro. I, I'm like, hey, this guy's doing fucking missions to Narnia, bro. <laughs> it's insane, dog. <laughs> Uh, you're you're a certified no of course man but you are a certified badass if you go out there i'll definitely shoot like let me know i'll give me like a few weeks in advance i'll I'll head out there um where can people follow you brother yeah just on just on instagram i've got um just my general instagram it's Corey philpot underscore um and that's basically what i really run we're starting up a youtube channel this year so cool everyone seems to be on youtube so we're going to try and get that up and running and um yeah, not really on not really on Facebook or anything like that. But yeah, Instagram's uh, my main social media thing that I use. Cool, brother. Well, I genuinely really appreciate you coming on, and I'm glad we were able to do this. And you're a lot cooler than I thought. On top of all the fucking crazy shit, you're a fucking badass, and I love the conspiracy talk, brother. <laughs> we might have to do a whole episode. On oh, dude, if you're down, I'm down, bro. Like, shoot me some links. I'll look up shit, and we can fucking theorize some motherfucking. <laughs> Uh, hypothesis or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> Theories are. Oh, let's do it. All right, let's brother. All right, peace, brother. All Take right. care, man. I appreciate you. Thank All you. Right. Peace, bro.